black guy. Mm, good morning and welcome to the most underrated podcast in the country, the People's Podcast, the Sly Guy Podcast, me, Dave Elliott. People, how are we doing today? Are we feeling fresh? Are we feeling good? Are we feeling pumped? I am very excited. I am pumped that things are getting back to normal again. I'm very excited that Daddy can get his hair cut because let's be honest, guys, Daddy's not looking sweet right now. Daddy's not a thick-haired guy. Daddy's got to stop calling himself Daddy. I don't know what else to call himself. Maybe Boo Boo. That works either way. Daddy Boo Boo is getting his hair cut because at the moment, I don't look sweet. My hair is thick only. It's very much at the front in one central patch. Then at the sides and back, you know, it's 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 thin on top. You know, it's, it's definitely... Um, it's not a sweet look. There's a lot going on, a lot of length, but not a lot of thickness. You know what I mean? People say length is important, but it's important to mix length with thickness. I've been told thickness is very important and length as well. So, I mean, you know, you got to have thick length. If you're doing anything in life, it's got to be thick and it's got to be lengthy. Well, unfortunately, I am not thick, but I'm lengthy and I need to get it sorted. I need to get a trim but I can't. My personal stylist has been on the blow where he said, Davey, get yourself down here and get yourself a trim ASAP. And I said, do you think we need it? And he said, more than anything in the world. So I'm going, I'm getting my haircut today on Monday. Ooh, and I cannot wait. Hopefully you guys are getting your haircut as well. I mean, just hopefully we're, we're feeling fresh with a brand new haircut and everyone's just feeling their best selves. You know, just being the best version of you because that's all you can be. And I mean, I definitely have not been the best version of myself with this fucking lockdown hair. No sorry, Bob. I'm warmer than ever would need to be because it's like a cardigan on my head. And um, I look like, I mean, I, I look like I don't pay a mortgage every month. You know, I can't use the term homeless because everyone's so woke now. Feel like people are so woke they're insomniac you know that's the problem so you gotta be careful oh my goodness are you trying to say homeless people look scruffy i'm saying yeah because they don't have access to bathrooms and razors and stuff all right guys get off my back um but yeah i feel like i look scruffy i look like i look like hanks at the end of castaway and that's not a sweet look i mean i'm definitely thicker than he would be i'm definitely beefier you know i'm definitely you know, I haven't been cast away without access to food. Let's just be honest. After the same hair and beard situation going on as Tom Hanks at the end of Castaway, but I'm definitely not as lean. I'm kind of like I look like I've maybe been cast away in 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 a McDonald's. That's what I kind of look like. I look like I've been I've had no access to razors or hair trimming products, but all the access to McChicken sandwiches, all the access to Big Macs, all the access to fr- French fries, you know, and McFlurries that I want. I, I look feral, but I'm still eating chippies. You know, that's kind of how I look at the minute. I look like I'm a feral guy. You know, I look like I'm a feral fillet of fish fatso. I'm eating fillets of fish left, right, and center. I'm getting fatter, but I'm also getting feral, and it's not a good look. I can't wait to get back and see Mikey. My my personal stylist, and people are often like, he's, he's your hairdresser. No, he gives me fashion tips. He gives me tips about piercings. He gives me tips about tattoos. He also gives me some tips about what I should do with my absolutely TDF 
eyelashes. And people are like, what's Tedia to die for? Because that's what my eyelashes are. These babies bat and you think, oh my God, has the most beautiful butterfly just landed in your face and just flapping their wings. Yes, darling baby girl boys, I have eyelashes. You know, I mean, if I were to put some sort of eye mascara on or some kind of like volumizer, Jesus Christ, game over. You know, guys, girls, whatever would fancy me. Now, I need to be totally straight with you. I need my haircut first because at the moment I don't look... I look like... I look like Pavarotti, who's let himself go. And that's, I mean, Pavarotti's not a prime specimen. Do you know what I mean? He's definitely, and he's also dead, but he's not, when he was alive, a prime physical specimen, you know. So uh, if he's let himself go, you know, we've got issues there. You know, now I actually think, but when I, when I think about what Pavarotti's look is, he he's kind of like an exact mix of me and David Guest, which, again, <laughs> on the outside is not what you would call an ideal style. Like, people aren't there in Vogue magazine being like, yo, what you need to do is compare the style of Dave Elliott and David Guest, and you look like the Pavarotti. You know, that's not a style that anyone's going for. No one wants it, but hey, I've got it. And that's just what we're at. That's just what we're flexing at the moment, guys. We're flexing, we're sexing. I don't know what that means. I'm not a rapper, but we're doing it. You know, we're having a good time. Moods are lifted as lockdown is lifting. Pubs are open again. Haven't been to a pub yet, but I'm excited to do that. Um, I say excited to go to pubs. It's a wee bit hampered for me at the minute because I'll be totally honest with you guys. Between friends, daddy had drinky poos last night. You know, and I mean... I'm not doing the podcast like, oh, I'm really hungover because I'm not hungover. I'm just a little bit hazy. I had some drinky poos last night. I went around to my friend's house for a barbecue. And they were probably going, oh, why did you didn't have drinks last week when you went to another friend's for a barbecue? And I'm saying, yeah, I didn't drink last week because I hadn't lost a stone. This week, mm-mm, 14 LBs off. See you later, girlfriend. I'm having beef burgers. All right, and... You know what? I've been quite excited about going around. Just it was just casual, nothing, not a big party. Just a few friends, some meat, you know, and a couple of bottles of wine was my plan. And in the end, I had maybe four beers and a cider, and that's fine because I'm at the age now where I'm not as much of a a big drinker as before. You know, I start like this is how much of a loser I am. Before I went out to have drinky poos with the boys, I actually went to my room, I filled my flask full of ice and water, so it was being nice and cool. I put a sachet of Nurofen tablets beside my bed so I could hydrate and take a couple of tablets before I went to sleep so as I didn't have a hangover. So already I'm not thinking about living in the moment. I tried to click there, it didn't work. I think already about the following day. I'm planning ahead because, you know, boobies got shit to do, you know what I'm saying? It's a busy time. I have uh, to look after a two-year-old, which is never enjoyable, ever. You know, anyway, let's just be honest, it's never fun. But with a hangover, extra shit. So I thought it would not be too hung. So I thought, listen, I'll go, I'll drink these two bottles of wine. I'll drink all the beers, all the ciders, whatever. And I'll take a couple of Neurofens. Bob's your uncle, hydrate. I'll be sweet the next day. Didn't need to. It's all gravy. You know, we're recording the podcast instead without being like, oh no, I'm so hungover. Oh my God. Oh my fucking God, fucker. I'm so fucking hungover. And before people come at me, like, oh my God, are you doing some sort of a gay voice? Are you doing a camp voice? No, you fucking fucker. That's my Kardashian voice. Stop saying it's gay because it's been done by a man. 
So yeah, I didn't want to be fucking hungover, Chloe. I wanted to just be fresh. I wanted to be at it. I wanted to just be living my best life, you know, living the fresh life, turning up, tuning out. I, I'm, I'm losing, I'm going over the tide, you know, I'm going to be turning up, tuning out, shaking it all about, doing, doing whatever I want, but I wanted to be fresh. And I was celebrating the, 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 the loosening of lockdown with some of my friends, you know, and it was a nice time, nice bit of crack to catch up with a few fellas of a couple of slivers of, of burger and then just, you know, chill out. And the good news is, as, as I know some listeners, like a lot of people listen to the Slag Guy podcast to get a laugh because as I've said before, it's a great, hilarious podcast. It's a funny podcast. I'm a switched on guy. But also a lot of people, you know, maybe more serious people don't listen to this podcast for comedy. They listen to it for updates on on a physique guy on a guy whose physique really does you know it beggars belief a lot of people look at my physique and and just say to themselves i don't quite know what that is but it's something it exists do you know what i mean and that's in many respects true it does exist but i've been doing the diet for the last wee while i've got a stone off and you're probably like oh no don't go off the rails my friend and i'm going to say to you now nah, cuz my diet friends is not about just dieting forever it's just about trying to lose weight in a sustainable manner so yeah i'm going to be back in that garage i'm going to be spinning wheels on that bike because at the end of the day the wheels on the bike go round and round you know what i mean i am the static bike double bollocked version of lance armstrong you know what's around i am lance you know or i'm lance armstrong the second and i'm on the static and yes people are like but lance armstrong was a massive drug cheat day if you're not a massive drug cheat i'm like no i am I full, I fully am. I have full blood transfusions after I do thirty minutes on my exercise bike. I have full transfusions. I have a full team of scientists living in my garage, just living off fruit pasta lollies and frozen corn burgers in that garage, just waiting for as soon as I get off that bike to give me a full blood transfusion because that's the way i want to lose my weight i want to keep my fucking body lean i want to be limber i want to be shit i want to be lean i want to be limber and i want to be shifting timber because that's what we're all about but at the same time no fad diets i still want to enjoy my life i still want to you know have a few social moments here and there and that's it and i mean a, a very good friend of mine once said to me again off the top of my head can't remember who but once said to me that you don't lose weight by eating one salad. So you're not going to put it all on for one meal. It's about how you return. And I'm back on that fitness game again today. I'll be back on the bike, pumping the dumbbells, getting those, getting that sweet new blood into me. Oh, yeah. And all with two balls rather than one. So if in many respects, I'm a more decorated athlete than Lance Armstrong, you know, because I only use my blood transfusions um, to keep myself looking lean and mean rather than steal money off people. So many people do say I'm actually a more um, respected athlete than Lance Armstrong. And, and I, I don't say it myself. Like, I would never go out of my way and say, look, in my opinion, I am, oh, I am the most gifted athlete of of my generation. But I'm definitely, I'm definitely getting there. And I'm still on the physique game. And I'm still feeling really good about it and I'm glad I've got the stone off that's the first hurdle so now on to the next and you know now that the pubs are starting opening now that restaurants it's likely that I'll probably just get fatter because I'm a gastro guy I enjoy eating but hey um 
you know, we'll be we'll we'll be fine. We'll keep at it. There's another, I think, boo, 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 nine weeks of my diet to go. So hopefully by the end I'll be just feeling really sexy, really free, and just hoping that the glitter rains on me. You know, that's how I'm feeling right now. Again, if I probably sound like as well as getting full blood transfusions, I am also taking drugs. Maybe not the same sports uh, enhancement drugs that maybe our Lance might have taken, but but perhaps you know. A, a social drug like like a cocaine or a an LSD type drug, but I swear I haven't. I'm just buzzing to get a haircut. You know, I just can't wait to get that trim on. I think it's really important. Um, this weekend I'm going to take the razor to myself. I'm going to trim my back and body hair. I'm just going to be feeling totally fresh, ready for Monday, ready to be starting over. New week, new me, lighting lockdown. Let's go, baby girl, boys. All right, I'm feeling up for it. And it's good because everybody knows that the lockdown's been a long, tough, arduous, frustrating time, tough time for a lot of people. But we got to look at the positives. We're nearly out the other side. And I just guarantee once we do get out the other side, we're not going to fuck it. Because we all know I'm going commando if, if there's a second spike in and around this baby's born. And I don't mean I'm going to be rocking around with my cock and balls, running loosely amongst my tracksuit bottoms. Absolutely no. I mean I'm going to be fully going Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Commando. I am going to kill people if they don't let me get into the hospital with my baby. <laughs> Come on, you've got to let me in and see the birth of my baby. God, you're crazy. Give me my baby. You know, yeah, maybe I've taken some drugs. Maybe I've been spiked. But if there is a second spike, you're getting spiked by my fist to your butthole. And... There's no consent needed for that. If you're going to stop me getting in to see my baby, you're getting a punch to the butt ring. All right. So, guys, that's where we're at at the minute. So, just saying, when you get out, you know, be safe. Keep your distance from people. Don't be breathing in people's faces. And see if you're single and you're in a bub, do in a bub. See, you, hey, if you're single and in a bub, no, if you're single and in a pub or a club or a restraint. What you shouldn't be doing is sucking face unless it's from somebody in the same gaff as you. Don't be exchanging um, tongues. And then you can exchange numbers for sure, text, but don't be exchanging tongues. Don't have someone else's tongue in your mouth. Don't be swishing saliva around like it's some sort of oral cocktail. We don't need that. We just need to keep this virus on the down, on the down low because, I mean, I think it's going to spike. I think there's going to be problems, but listen... As long as we do our best, it's all gravy, as Romeo said. Don't worry about it, we'll be grand. Speaking about gravy, you know the sponsor of the podcast is a different type of gravy altogether. It's such a different type of gravy, it's actually beer. And I mean, would, would this beer blow their own trumpet? Absolutely not, because this is Modest Beer. And as you guys know, the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer, the little independent brewery crafting small batch beer for discerning drinkers. You know, if you want to know more about Modest, just get onto their website, www.modest.co.uk. Or, if you want to see them on the socials, Instagram, at Modest Beer. Twitter, at Modest Beer. Facebook, not that anyone uses it anymore, at Modest Beer. Get on, find out where to get your Modest Beer. You can get it in cans, you can get it delivered to your door from the vineyards to anywhere in Northern Ireland. you got Bottle the Boot, you got Neil's Wines, Grange Wine Merchants, and Alexander's in Hollywood. But, oh, guess what? Newsflash, Alexander's in Hollywood have modest beer 
on draft. You're having a laugh? No, on draft. And I tell you what, mm, when you're in a pub not snogging people, you should be necking modest beer. Because, quote me on this, modest beer is the shit. It's fucking delicious. And also, if you're actually going to get Modest Beer and you heard about it from this podcast, definitely tag me in it or tell the Modest people because sometimes they're like, Dave, a lot of people have been um, getting our products, but not many people have said it's come from your show. And I'm like, guys, fucking tell them. If I've recommended to you, tell them because they're going to try and drown me in their own beer. And I don't want that to happen because I have a new haircut and I need the world to see it by the time this happens. All right, all right crew, all right, fam, all right, cuz. We'll, we're doing it. Mm. I've been good today, guys. I feel like I'm the promo train. And since I'm promoting things, get over to my Patreon. Like, what is Patreon, Dave? I'll tell you. It's another platform for me to share stuff with you guys. I do more intimate podcasts over there, an extra podcast a week where you can ask me any question and I'll answer it. That's what we're all about. I post the odd video here and there, some stand-up bits and bobs. There'll be merch stuff. That's going to be cranking up again soon. Um... I said last week, I think I actually said in the Patreon podcast, I've got a camera to be bringing the, the podcast to video format for you. Um, I bought a camera, being a technophobe, it was, um, you know, it was, it was Barry White, which is Cockney Ryman slang for fucking shite. So the camera on my computer is better, so I might just be delaying that for a bit, but I'm going to get another camera because that fucker cost me too much. But we're sending it back where it belongs. Um, and we're going to get another camera and get the video podcast coming out. But the Patreon is going to have a video podcast anyway, just off my wee, my wee camera and my computer. But it's all gravy. It's a community over there. Get over to the Sly Guy podcast with Dave Elliott. Just go to Patreon, put my name in, whatever. You know, there's Patreons out there. It'll take your money but won't give you content. Papa's giving you content at least once a week. You know what I mean? On top of this. So get over there. Subscribe. It's only f- like five bucks, which I don't even know what it is in pounds anymore. Seeing the way America's going, probably 60p. You know, but get over there. Support it too. And as well, just keep sharing it. I love it when I see people sharing the podcast on Instagram stories or retweeting it on Twitter. It means the world to me. It gets the, the, the logo out there. It gets people going, oh, what's that very sexy logo with a real sexy boo-boo in the front? Mm, let's go check that out. Then they listen and go, oh, not only sexy, also funny. So that's what we need to do, get the word out there because it helps. And as I said at the start of podcast, in my opinion, it's the most underrated podcast out there. Every week, for God knows how many weeks, I would a podcast out from when it was the weird podcast to being the Sly Guy podcast. No matter what, you can guarantee certain things. Death, the seasons, and the Sly Guy podcast will be out every Monday, come hell or high water. And if you like it, guys, if you enjoy the podcast, why not go over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review? Wouldn't that be sexy if you could do that? You could say something nice about Papa Boo Boo and we could just all have a good time, you know, and I'll read it out in the podcast what people say. Um, and obviously only only the nice things because sometimes people sometimes people say sly things to you as well and I know it's a sly guy podcast and I know I'm a sly guy but sometimes people do say sly things and I got a little, uh, a little green chap, not, not a Catholic, just a little green chap with long vertical hair who lives under a bridge sent me a message this week that's right it's a troll you know i got a little troll slipping into my dms giving me a bit of shit now it's all good see if you're a troll and you own it and you're like hey listen i'm just a piece of shit guy there's my photo there's my um my profile that's fair enough i'll go you know what 
you're not a fan of what I do. Will I bury you? Absolutely, but it's fine that you engage. If you step up to the king, expect to be put down. At the end of the day, they don't call me the king of the mountain if I just let any old Tom, Dick or Harry to the top of the mountain. Nah, if you need to be put down, if you need to be kicked off the side, if you need to be pushed out the, I don't know, whatever that's called, the sky door in Game of Thrones, I'll do it. You know, but at the end of the day, if you if you want to come up to the king, expect to be beheaded. That's all I'm going to say. But this troll came in the men box, and I'm going to say, listen, if you guys are a troll, don't be trolls. Are the biggest losers in the world. If you're an internet troll, like if you hide behind a guise of a fake account just to abuse people, you're the worst kind of person. You know, at least if you're someone that just hates it. You know, you just own that and hate it. You know, obviously your life isn't that fulfilling if you want to just get at people who you don't like in terms of comedy what you can do is just you know not look at their profile that's an option you don't have to get into the inbox and be a piece of shit you don't have to do that now there are comedians out there that i'm not fans of there's people who do stand up people that do comedy on tv shows whatever that I'm maybe not a fan of doesn't mean I'm going to go in their DMs, call them all piece of shits in the world. Absolutely not. Will I be sly about them to my wife if I'm watching them on telly? Absolutely. But I mean, that's what we do. That's human nature to be a bit sly. But you don't have to go out of your way, set up a fake account, and then start being a piece of shit in the inbox. And then what's even worse is when you get mugged off in response, you know? That's what what will happen to you. And I just think that for anyone out there, like I, I'm not a christian guy do i believe in god i don't know it's too much shit going on you know sometimes i do sometimes i don't but what i'm saying to you is when i get trolls slide into my inbox or hit me on twitter being sly you know i i pray for them you know i pray that their poor little miserable lives improve because if they can actually take time out of their day to set up a fake account to just give me grief you know you maybe need to look at yourself in the mirror, babe. You know, maybe you need to look at yourself, unless you're revolting, and then in that case, don't look in the mirror. Maybe just stand in the corner of a room and just feel the breath coming from your body into, like, the corner of the wall and bouncing back. Probably going to be revolting too because you're a piece of shit. But, you know, you can just do that. And have a, Basically, what I'm saying is have a think about what you're doing. <coughs> oh, a cough and a, and a hiccup. Oh, God. Um, but if you're in, the, you know, if you're in the corner, just have a think about what you're doing. Because what are you getting out of that? Why is being sly to somebody going to get you? You know, it's going to get you insulted. For me, to be fair, and then it's probably, you know, what do you want the reaction to be? You know, basically, that's the thing. There's a lot of things out there I don't like. You know, a lot of stuff, a lot of things. But I vent about it on a podcast. This will be sly to my mates. I would never go to somebody and actually bully them. You know. But it's luckily that they hit, hit up me. It's got thick skin, quite figuratively and literally. I do have probably quite a thick layer from, you know, my epidural, or my epidermal, not my epidural, because, I mean, I wouldn't need one of them, because, uh, you know, I might just have one if my wife has one and she's having birth, but, I mean, I might just do it for supportiveness. But, like, you know, the um, the, the, the the epidermal, I think that's skin, isn't it? Yeah, whatever. Um, from, my, from my outer skin, from where my pores are to my actual you know, bone, very thick. What I'm saying is if, if you were cooking me, you would be you, you would get good, tasty bit of meat, you know. But, I mean, just what, why do trolls do it? Don't do it. My advice to people, see if they hate, hate people, just slabber to your mates about them. It feels so sweet. Set up a podcast and be a slabber, but, you know, don't actually go into people's inboxes and message them because you're a fucking loser if you do that, you know. You're definitely, you're like, I remember when I first started out and anyone said anything negative, Oh my god, I was so hurt. You know, I took everyone's opinion, but now I'm I'm sort of 
I'm doing comedy in my own kind of way, stuff I'm interested in, my kind of my thing, my podcast is a way that I like it now. You know, if people don't like my podcast, you know what you have to do? Just don't listen. If you don't like what I'm at, don't just don't follow me. Do you know what I mean? It's an easy thing, but that's your choice. Don't be, be a piece of shit, you know? Like, for example, I'm not... I mean, people. some people may be disgusted at this. I'm not particularly a big fan of the music of Bob Dylan. Now, he's the number one album in America in America right now. Well, fair play to him, but I just don't... I just don't like his type of music. You know, that was the worst impression of all time, but it's just not for me. You know, I like other things, so don't go on and be like, oh, fucking Bob Dylan's a piece of shit. I'm like, nah, Bob Dylan is a talented songwriter, a talented musician. He just doesn't play tunes that fit nicely into my lobes. So just don't, I don't fuck with Dylan. You know, don't fuck with Bob Dylan, but I let Bob Dylan do his own thing without being slighted Bob Dylan. Do you know what I mean? Also, I realise now in saying this, it's very self-indulgent to compare myself to Bob Dylan, but it's what we're doing. And that's where we're at. So if you're the little troll out there, I mean, all I'm saying is I'm praying for you. I send hugs to you, but at the same time, fuck you. You know, also a lot of a lot of fuck yeah. If I know who you were, I would come under the bridge and I would fuck you up. But at the same time, you know, don't be a troll, people. You know, don't don't be at that. It's uh, it's pretty weird, you know. Anyway, but guys, speaking of pretty weird, you guys have actually asked a a real good amount of questions this week and, and and that's what I'm I'm pleased to see. You know, I'm I'm actually much happier whenever I receive um podcast questions because a lot of the times, you know, especially during lockdown, a lot of like a lot of nothing goes on. Like I don't really get out and about. I'm not doing as many fun things. I'm not able to, you know, have as many experiences that are worth talking about or ranting about or having a a sweet time about in the podcast, so I do really, really, really rely on on your questions. And this week, there's been a load of of lovely questions, and I'm I'm just ready to get in now. Why I'm delaying so much before actually getting to answer the question is because I actually had thought that I had the questions um in front of me, but I, I didn't. So I've had to actually go in and get the questions, and now they're here, and it's fine. And the first question this week is from our boy Chris Bate. He says, "Yes, Dave." What was that pub and banger that you kept talking about that did a good pint of Guinness? Now there's two. There's the Bets, the Banger Engineering Trade Social Club. But that's the thing about that. It's a club. You need to be a private member for that, like me. So you can't get in there to get that Guinness. But what the second best pint of Guinness there? In fact, it's probably nicer to be fair than the Bets. Although the Bets is great for pints of Guinness. Is Fealties and Banger. Fealties is the pub. Fealties is the place. And... It just does. I would say the nicest. Ooh, in fact, I'm gonna. Um, this could be. This could be a bit. A bit of a debate. I would actually say Fealties does the nicest. The nicest pint of Guinness in North Down. <clears throat> I know a lot of people are gonna be throwing their phones to the ground here, flipping their eyes, and just being really raging that, that, that it's not the Maypole in Hollywood Neds. But I think Fealties Guinness is nicer. Neds is ten out of ten, but also Fealties is maybe a ten point five out of ten. I'd have to try both. You know, I'd need to do both in the one day to know what's the better pint of Guinness. And I'm up for doing that, guys. Fealties, if you want to bring me in and give me a free pint of Guinness, Neds, if you want to do the same, I will compare and I will coagulate. Now, that means like 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 whenever your blood sort of stools. I don't mean that. I will coordinate and I will figure the stats out and I will deliver what's the best pint of Guinness. 
but Fieldies and High Street and Banger is the place to go. It's an old man's pub, you know. It's a traditional pub. It is what it is. It's not trying to. It's not trying to name itself anything fancy, you know. It's not trying to go for any of that shit. It's just named after a person's surname, and it does fucking good pints of Guinness. And there's sawdust on the floor, and all y'all don't like that. Y'all can eat my dick. That's the actual slogan of Fieldies. I'm not saying that. That's their slogan, but it's a great place to be. John Joe Flood, if you were to have a night out without the chill and you were entertaining Mrs. Sly Guy, um, what would your three courses be to impress the lady? And more importantly, give us an idea of Papa Bear's bespoke playlist for the evening to set the mood. Mm, well, this is quite a weird question, John Joe. Could you start off saying, like, what would the three courses be? And then also you're kind of asking for a playlist of music. So it's a wee double barrel question here. It sort of took me slightly off guard. What I would say... Mm, I think we're going to go, our first date night we're planning whenever this is lightened a bit more is to go to Grace Nails and Donaga Day because their food's really nice. It's the oldest pub apparently in Ireland. I mean, that's a debatable thing because there's about 40 of the oldest pubs in Ireland, but this is what they're saying. It does nice pub grub, shield drive, does a great pint of Guinness, all good for me. Um, but I mean, in terms of a three course, this is a problem. My wife is a vegetarian, so we kind of... We have the old disagreement on food, you know. There's she'll eat fish as a pescatarian technically, but um, you know where we go. We the two of us would eat cheese for a starter. You know, we maybe have something like a like a camembert or, or a brie type, um, obviously cooked brie because she's pregnant, can't eat that shit, um, raw. But you know, prob we'll probably say would like would like share we bake camembert for a starter, um. She normally goes for like a vegetarian lasagna type device, you know, or some kind of vegetarian pasta. I would, would if I'm out for like a big, big bit of tucker, you know, I'd maybe go for a nice pasta dish myself. I like a seafood, you know, I like a, a seafood pasta a lot. I'm a big fan of that. Or I would go for just a classic ribeye steak and some like nice chunky chips, you know, like proper duck fat chips. Mmm. Go for that. Would would be a good um, main for me. And then as a dessert, I I I like it. I like an ice cream. You know, she'd be more like my my wife's a tart, um, kind of girl. Not an actual tart because she's a great woman. But um, she would go for that sort of thing, like a cheesecake probably. Whereas I would go for you know a banoffee is my absolute ultimate favorite dessert. I love a banoffee. Um, so I go for that. I also kind of like a crumble type device for dessert as well. But more often than not, I would say an ideal dessert would be a banoffee with a really nice bit of ice cream. You know, as much as I enjoy ice cream and get ice cream from all over the place, it's hard to beat a mods ice cream. You know what I mean? If you had a big scoop of mods, vanilla with a bit of banoffee, you're on the winner. You know, obviously mods, Pooh Bear and other chocolate brands of their ice cream are delicious. But but vanilla just with a bit of banoffee, simple, delicious. Bob's your uncle, and in terms of playlists, I've I've had this debate with her before. Um, she had, I said, look, I'll put a playlist on, and I basically, you would have thought that I was Usher, you know, you'd have thought I was like, but I was playing all those sexual slow jams that you'd imagine a Lothario like Usher Raymond to drop, but it was just just Davy, <laughs> just big Davy, you know, it's not the same kind of sexiness going on there, you know, so. Uh, I mean, I think in terms of background music, what the playlist is in our house, more often than not, is just magic on the radio. Because they're the kind of songs we're into. Vintage, you know, classic songs on the radio. That's just what we play because we're old now. Like, a lot of people uh, look at, like, 
local comedians and think we're really cool now nah, we're fucking all losers that's the fact of the matter you know we're all like mid 30s and fat mid 30s um people just holding on to their youth you know i've let it go now i'm like i'm done this i am i am what i am this is me the greatest showman that's me i'm just i'm what i am and I'm I'm just an old guy. No, I'm I'm not in touch with the youth. I'm not in touch with style or fashion. Albeit, I bought three fucking dope pairs of trainers this week. But we'll not we'll not get into that. We'll not get in. That's for another day. Yes, one was a pair of sweet Jordans, whatever. And I also just bought a brand new pair of trainers last week. But listen, sometimes people ball in different ways. You know what I mean? Like Lance Armstrong, just one balls his way. I have blood transfusions. I ball my way. I buy trainers. I like to have comfort on my feet, and I also like the finest cuts of meat and why am I a poet on this podcast why is it nearly every sentence I've said today being a rhyme it's probably because I've been taking drugs that's probably the reason but that's kind of where we're at the music is magic and the food is delicious there we go great question as usual John Joe my friend um, now the the artist formerly known as Davy Witt has said oh I'm not too late am I I was very that was very Mae McFedridge oh I'm not too late am I um, Will the original hashtag physique guy be smashing the door down in the opening day of the gym? Or will he smash that Gumtree app for some reasonably priced used home gym equipment? Well, Davey, I'm going to be straight with you here. Um, I honestly, I, I'm a big fan of the gym I go to. I'm repping DW Sports and Banger. It's a sweet gym. All the latest gear, great. I like a gym to be... I like a, I like a gym like a health club. I enjoyed going to Virgin in Belfast or, or Hollywood before. I enjoy DW and Banger. I, I'm not a massive fan of wee gyms that are just too many people. I like the space to go in, do my own thing in the dark. You know, it's kind of like my love life. I just like to go in by myself, be in the dark, get the job done and get home. That's what it's all about. Um, But yeah, I'm a big fan of that. But... At the minute, I have all I need in my wee garage. Do you know what I mean? I've got the team of scientists hook up the hooking up the, the blood transfusions for when I go off the bike. But I've got my exercise bike in there. I've quite heavy dumbbells. I have a couple of kettlebells and a step and a bench. You know, so I can get in. I can do my pec flies. I can do my presses. I can do my bicep curls. I have a load of uh, exercise bands, so I can do my extensions. I can do my cardio on the bike. I've all I need there for my goals at the moment, which are losing weight. Now, if I shift another couple of stone... Will I start being big time Davy again? Will I start being Davy lifts the weights? Maybe, because that's an illness that I have. If I, if I have big heavy weights around me, I want to lift them because I enjoy doing that. It's just a thing I like doing. I've always been a fan of lifting weights. I've always been a fan of heavy weights. If I can lift the weight quite easy, I'm never happy to just do reps. I always want to add more weights. I'm getting. I'm actually getting a dry mouth talking about weights. I need a quick drink here. That's actually the same ice from last night that just shows you the power of Contigo as a brand by the way the podcast isn't sponsored by Contigo but I would like it to be um, but yeah I just like lifting heavy weights so I feel if I go back to the gym I'll just end up doing heavy deadlifts and heavy sleds and then you know I mightn't get that weight going but the plan is to keep doing my training as is at the moment until the 12 weeks is up and then I'll maybe start changing it up again because I mean if you've ever been a physique guy, it's in your head. The vanity's in there somewhere. Albeit the older I've got, I'm training for kind of just like living longer and stuff and trying to be healthier. But um, as a younger boy, you wanted to be sexier. So maybe I want to, you know, get peaks on biceps again. Who knows? But for the meantime, I'm just going to let people go into the gym, figure out whether it's a real spike zone for coronavirus. And if it is, just avoid it. But I mean, I'd like to get into the swimming pool. That's definitely for sure. Um, 
Annie Lee said, what do you think of Michelle O'Neill and the Republican funeral scenario? Should she have stepped down? Oh, whoa. Andy, first and foremost, hopefully that you, the family, the Bambino, are all doing well. Hopefully your new life as a father is settling in nicely. You are in a routine. Things are good. Secondly, I, I mean, what do you say about what's going on there with regards to Michelle O'Neill? Now, here's the thing. You know I'm not a big fan of politics over here. You know I think... The leading parties in this country are both a pack of hypocritical bastards and it still stands to be. I think um, Michelle O'Neill will not stand down. I think she is a very much a case of, oh, well, I'll just do whatever I want. You know, one rule for one, one rule for others, you know. She was at a funeral of her friend. You know, that's one thing that she keeps saying. Oh, was it a funeral of my friend? Which is, which is grand for her opinion. You know, oh, it's my friend. But at the same time, she's the woman standing there saying you can't go to funeral your funerals of your of your family members during this lockdown. So people are just buried. Like people aren't seeing their their loved ones dying, aren't getting to watch them be buried, and she's just in the middle of a cortege, walking, um, along with just a load of people, no mask on, no nothing. Do you know what I mean? It's just very hypocritical. But again, on a hypocritical stance, the DUP Arlene Foster telling her to stand down. Same thing happened with Arlene over RHI. Stand down, Arlene? Nah. Stand down, Michelle? Nah, it's not going to happen, you know? Um, my only worry is the fact that we're so fucking twisted over here that um, that woman, you know, like the torch paper for the other side, the, the classic old demons and usings. Again, oh, well, if she's at a funeral, we're having the, the 11th bonies and the 12th. You know, that's the problem. I do think that it takes... The problem, you know, again, this is probably a very simplistic way to look at it. In fact, there's no problem about it. It's a very simplistic way to look at it. But people over here, our politicians, they never take blame for anything. And I think until that happens, we're going to be stuck with the same old fucking shit forever. Who, who cares if you're Catholic or Protestant? You know, be sound. That's about the height of it. You know, who cares? You're, at the end of the day, if you strip the orange and green off, I've worked with a load of community groups on both sides. And if you take away... The flags, the emblems, you know, the sectional symbols, all issues are the same. Housing, jobs, putting food on the table, you know, income, they're all the same issues. But again, we're so fucking divided over ancient beliefs. It's just, fuck, it beggars belief, you know what I mean? It does, and I do feel that, that Michelle O'Neill should not have, have been there, but she was always going to be, you know, she was always going to be. I wasn't surprised, but I just think... For her to be pontificating for so long about how we need to um, not be gathering over 30 people, we need to do this, and for her to do that, it just kind of, it sends a bad message to people, you know, it does, and unfortunately that's just the way it's going to be here because we are, as a, as a, as a country, still very divided, and it's, a, it's, it's just a disgrace, really, that's the situation that we are, but I, I think the reactions to it, you know, it was going to happen, that's just one of those things, I think the reactions to it, there shouldn't be loads of bonfires and loads of marches as a result of this, it's just not going to help, and then again, ultimately, if the coronavirus spikes, we'll all be locked in again, people will die, and what for, you know, just a, a bit of one-upmanship, so I think it's just, Silly. I don't think she's gonna step down. I don't. It's gonna be them, them and us again. The blame game back and forward again. And you know, I try to just not get myself annoyed by it. You know, so that's what I think. But I just think, 
you know, here's just going to continue being the same until someone takes a change. Like, that's what I, as I always think. All it takes is for someone to go, listen, we may have fucked up a bit. You know, our behavior probably wasn't the best. But, you know, but always it's like, no, nah, they're out of order, we're grand. You know, it's always the case, and it's just boring now. You know, I just want to be able to make sure that um, my family's safe. You know, we can enjoy a, a, as good a life as we can provide, and that's about it. That's as far as my interests go now. And I just hope that the country doesn't fucking embarrass itself again. Mick Conlon, thankfully, has come in after that serious topic with a wee bit of a light-hearted question. Top three Bon Jovi hits. Now, you might know this about me. I'm a big Bon Jovi fan. Love Bon Jovi. Love love rock music. Could I put them in top three? I don't know. I'm going to maybe mix it up a bit. A lot of people say Better Roses is better than Always. Disagree wholeheartedly. I think Always is, is one of the greatest power ballads of all time. For me, my favourite Bon Jovi song is Bad Medicine. I just love it. It's classic 80s rock. Your love is like bad medicine. Bad medicine is what I need. Oh, great. Um, so put, put bad medicine. Bad, bad medicine is what I want. That would be my number one, I'll say. Bad medicine, one, two, mmm. Maybe one a dead or alive. That's a classic. I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. I'm wanted, wanted, dead or alive. Yeah, that's great. And then since since I just championed always, I stick always in third. But I mean, big fan of Bon Jovi. Love their music. Um, and yeah, just just love rock music generally speaking. You know, they're, they're, it's it's just a great genre. You know, it makes me feel makes me feel some kind of way. I'm gonna listen to some rock music after this. Um, Sharon has said, "What is your favorite thing to cook? Any new lockdown cookery skills?" Mm, well, well, first and foremost, Sharon, I am. I'm, I enjoy cooking. It's kind of like become a hobby to me. You know, like I enjoy making dinner. I enjoy doing that. Um, I haven't really done anything too spectacular during lockdown. I've definitely, like, I've definitely learned to use the oven more. That's going to sound like no skill. But in terms of oven meals, I never really cooked them at all. I was never really into it. I didn't know how to balance it up. But I'm into, like, making more roasted things. You know, I'm into, like, having roasted vegetables with stuff and like roasting my fish normally I'd be a pan guy you know I'd be a pan and a pot kind of guy but um I've learned to really use the oven a lot better I'm good at making like I like to make roasted vegetables now like your peppers your onions your potatoes wee bit of seasoning bang, bang that in the oven and then like have a nice fresh bit of bit of fish that's some some gear like that's hard to beat especially if you're trying to lose a bit of weight now it's a nice balanced meal, lad. But yeah, probably just that. Because normally, if I'm cooking, like frying stuff or, or making stuff in a pot and trying to bring it all together, I never quite master the, like, all different times coming together at once in a plate. So it's all a consistent temperature. That sounds really nerdy, the nerdiest answer I've ever given. But um, yeah, I definitely think managing my time better is a skill. But in terms of cooking, um, what's my favorite thing to cook i like making italian dishes i like to do a lot of varying pastas because you can make a load of nice sauces with that i like the the season things i like to do that it's very tasty um i also enjoy i enjoy it when i cook a steak right you know that's always good because i think 
it's it's a fine art to cook a good steak but for me yeah i, I like italian french cuisine as well and good old like classic british and irish foods hard to beat too i like to make it like nice stews and roast and things as well so yeah i just enjoy cooking i just like making nice things and then i'll eat that that's part of being part of the problem with the diet and stuff at the start of lockdown was that i um was uh just making all these fucking delicious french style fat foods buttery cheesy foods and just really enjoying life but just piling on the pound so thankfully i've just learned to like make more fish and stuff now and i'm trying to not be as much of a fat bastard um chris henning would you rather have the physique of arnie but smelled like rotting fish or were voted the hottest man in the world every year but a knob like a shiitake mushroom and um, let's be fair probably the second because you i, I like to smell nice that's the thing like i look like the sort of man that might smell but i don't i'm a clean guy i like to keep myself fresh i like to keep myself um antiperspirized and i like to keep myself fragranced up um so yeah i mean to be fair i think the physique of arnie is, is impossible because no one's had a physique that good since arnie so it probably just you know be voted the hottest man in the world but of a knob like shiitake mushroom because um you know i'm not necessarily the most blessed guy in the in the cockpit so to speak so i mean i take that but again i wouldn't like all the stress that would come with being the hottest guy in the world so what i'd maybe do is just like you know wear a mask you know get into this whole coronavirus thing wear a mask and just keep my wee small knob covered up and um, brandy hey davy maybe i've missed the books for questions this week you haven't would you rather do one massive sellout show at any venue in the world than never do comedy again or be a steady comedian but never do that big show you've always dreamed of? Mm. That's hard, actually, you know, Brandy. Good question. Um, I mean, I think, I here's the thing. I enjoy, like, I, I, I love doing comedy. You know, I have missed stand-up in the last wee while. At the beginning, it was grand. I was like, oh, no, it's not happening, so... You know, I'll, I'll throw myself into podcasts and other bits and bobs, but I actually physically miss it. I've, I've written a load of new stuff now, and I just want to get up and try it. And I feel like doing a massive sellout show and then quitting wouldn't be my cup of tea. And I feel like one of the things I feel really strongly about in comedy is, like, the scene. You know, I feel strongly about people working hard and achieving things off of being good at something, you know, and building a scene. And, and I do feel like... I do enjoy the scene, I do enjoy gigging, I do enjoy doing comedy, so I'd never want to give that up, and I'd rather just be gigging regularly and have, without having the big gig, because there's some people who do big shows that aren't gigging, you know, elsewhere, and maybe don't have, like, respect of their peers, per se, and I think that's something I find important, you know, I like to, I like to do comedy that I can stand over and I think's funny, and, you know enjoy the company of people that i'm gigging with you know i enjoy the whole scene and for me i just not want to give that up but that's a good question it's something that's sparking me to to think and um yeah definitely just i would never give it up in one form or another um you and carson said how are you how are you feeling about the pervert formerly known as prince andrew's favorite gal galian maxwell getting scooped up by the fed hey man i'm gonna say uh I'm I'm surprised, you know, I'm surprised it's taken so long to hook her up, especially after that documentary, and, and I mean, the documentary about uh, Epstein was out months and months and months ago, so, or, well, I'd say probably like a month ago, um, but in lockdown it feels like months and months and months ago, Um, I would say, 
yeah, Prince Andrew. Yeah, I was going to say he's probably sweating over it, but he's he's absolutely not. He's probably just you know looking really really freaky and um, just panicking, but not showing any signs of panicking. Um, but I mean, I think it's fair. You know, I think. Um, Gillian Maxwell, she should just she'll end up dead. That's the freaky thing, you know. She'll be dead. She'll kill herself. But um, you know, she needs to, she needs to out a load of these perverts before she goes. You know, obviously Epstein would have probably outed a few people. He ended up whacked at his own hand. Here's the thing too, like the thing about about Epstein, right? In his documentary, they're like, oh, he had a bone broken that you couldn't break, um yourself you saw you know you you wouldn't you, you could not break that bone yourself you, someone would have killed him you know, that's what the autopsy said someone would have had to kill him for his bone to break in that way but what i'm going to say to the to the the autopsy results is is it doesn't have like the thing you forget is epstein was just getting flat out massages his muscles and bones would be so chilled out like maybe that bone would break whenever he just flopped himself forward maybe that's possible because that playboy's getting like four or five massages a day you know he's as loose as you can get you know there's not a single knot in that guy's body he's just got the he's just like his bones are probably made of cartilage he's been massaged so much you know what i mean so i think it's very possible it's very believable that could have happened but i do think galen maxwell is she's a facilitator of human trafficking and child sex rings and pedophile rings so absolutely throw the book at her get names out of her bring the perverts to trial absolutely phil even in dave z rascal was just was just wondering if you've seen richard herring's leicester square theater podcast if so do you reckon that that format's something that you could see yourself or someone in ni taking on in the future a podcast that only exists live i mean i haven't actually heard that but i will check that out um if that's just something that he just does live and it's streamed live and then it's gone kind of like a radio show before like sounds or whatever existed yeah absolutely because imagine some of the things i could say some of the 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 slabbering i could do if it just disappeared that'd be great because there's a problem you have to worry now if you say something or you offend somebody you get fucking cancelled whereas if you're doing it live absolutely phil let me look into that that's something i could do on my patreon for sure um but no, definitely check it out. Cheers. Um, Johnny said, with the, the arrest of Glenn Maxwell just days after the return of Keith Cruz, does she and Todd feel like the net may be closing in as far as the young boys go? Um, hashtag boys lives matter. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that um, he's panicking a wee bit, but I mean, I would be very surprised if, if he was involved in that ring with Prince Anne. I mean... It would be quite amusing um, if they're just lifting all these really high-profile guys and then they're like, oh, so she and Todd. That would be very funny to me. I would uh, laugh about it. But, I mean, we joke about Shane being a pervert with young football boys and stuff. Yeah, he's not. You know, he's not a pervert guy. He just enjoys sport. You know, he's not a pervert, just like sport. Um, last question of the day. Jamie Blobby has said, have you read this piece of shit's Wikipedia? Oh no, he's also, speaking of Shane, has sent me a link to Shane's Wikipedia page. Let me see. Um, let me get on that. I mean, I've seen, seen Shane's Wikipedia page before and it's very weird. It's like, okay. 
anything worth worth pointing out. It's weird that like he's got all the names of his family and all on it. it. It to me is like not a normal Wikipedia. He's probably written that himself when you're reading it. Um, it's far too much information that no one else other than him would know. Um, I'll do like this sentence. He definitely didn't write this. Um. Until late 2019, Todd appeared on a podcast with Dave Elliott, albeit they spelt my name wrong there, called Dave Elliott's Boytown Podcast. During the podcast, she enacted as Dave's sidekick before acrimoniously departing following the Jews' divorce. They would regularly tweet celebrities in a segment called Tweetback before Shane lost a sense of fun. He also has formerly hosted his own personal podcast called The Shane Podcast. I mean, that's that's a piece of work that... that, um, that Wikipedia, and you know, if I was Shane, I'd be saying to my agent, I'd be like, "Hey, get that Wikipedia down because it's not a good Wikipedia. There's too much personal information there. You know, if people wanted to mug me off, they could. And people have changed the pot or the Wikipedia to make me look like an idiot. So yeah, thanks for bringing that to my attention, Jamie. And thanks once again to everyone who's listened to the podcast. We have had a fun time today. We've got it recorded on Saturday. Next time I do a podcast, which will be for my Patriot. I'll be recording that on Monday after I've had my hair cut, so I'll be fucking buzzing. I'll probably have had another blood transfusion by then, so don't worry. Um, so all in all, I'm feeling real I'm feeling really some kind of way. So um guys, enjoy your weeks. Please, if you have haircuts, take before and after photos and let me know. So send me messages, unless you're a wee troll, and let me look at your before and afters. That's what I want to see. I want to see how sexy the Slag Eye universe is. And then it gives me something to chat about next week. So definitely, if you get your hair done, your hair did, whatever, depends on gangster you are, let me know. And other than that, just enjoy your week, guys. Stay fresh, and also don't rule out having blood transfusions to be sexy. Cheers. Bye.